Welcome back to Beyond Strength and Endurance Coach Education. My name is Kyle Holman, the head coach of BSE. Today the topic is, are you a coach or not? So we're going to dive into some things here. Remember as a coach, you're not a lifeguard, you're not a fitness observer, you're a coach. So you need to be a coach. I mean, look, people are coming to you for your knowledge and your expertise to help them move more efficiently, to get stronger, to get more fit, and just overall be a healthier human being. So you need to keep that in mind. I mean, yes, it is important as a coach to uh, manage a good class, um, to make things move smoothly and, and take people through you know, all the things they need to go to in a class for, uh, for their benefit, but also for the good class experience. And, and we've talked about that in other episodes of how to make a, a kick-ass class experience. Uh, but you're a coach. So make sure, what are you focusing on to make sure that you are indeed uh, coaching people? I mean, um, I see it a lot that in class, you got uh, some coaches that are, you know, they're, they're the cheerleader. They're the person who is just motivating and, and all those things. And, and that's definitely important. That's part of a good class. Um, but you need to do that as well as coach. And um, you're not a lifeguard. You're, you're not there solely just to make sure everyone remains safe. Yes, once again, that is part of it, that you need to help people uh, move more efficiently and not do things that are going to injure themselves. But that's only part of it. You're there to coach. Um, you're not a fitness observer. You're not there just to watch people fitness and lift weights and um, just manage that. So uh, how do you go about that? I mean, as a coach uh, or when I'm working with new coaches, uh, you know, I always say it's, it's not what you don't know. It's what you're doing to fix that. So, you know, when you first start coaching or you come upon new movements or things like that, um, you're, of course, you're not going to know everything. I mean, it's, it's a constant pursuit to learn more things. I still learn every day. Um, you know, even after coaching for 18 years, it's a nonstop process. Um, but think about how you can kind of hone in on the things that you need to improve are think about every single movement that you could possibly coach. I mean, all of them. And if you look at those one at a time and you are coaching somebody in a one-on-one session, so not in a class, it is just you and that other person, and you were supposed to take them through or teach them fill in the blank movement, how confident are you in that? And if your confidence is very low, then you've found something that you really need to focus on. Um, what, what don't you know about it is, do you not know the most efficient uh, technique for that movement? Um, or do you not know how to coach people in that movement? Uh, we've talked about it in previous episodes. Even if you can't physically do the movement yourself, something like a muscle up, that doesn't mean you can't coach it. Um, so think about that. What, what do you have the lowest confidence in in coaching? And then from there, what are you doing about it? Do you have other coaches or a head coach you know, that you can go to that, where they can help you with that? But man, early on in my career, the amount of articles and videos and things I watched, I mean, it was daily. Uh, what, what can you seek out to improve you know, your ability to coach? So that's one aspect of it of, is the technical aspect. The second aspect of that is, is communicating that to people. So you, know, you can't rely always on just demonstrating the movement. You have to be able to verbally uh, explain, you know, what to do and, and how to correct some things. So that's one part of it. And then the other thing is different cues. Um, I've mentioned it before that you, you can use the same cue, like, uh, you know, whatever, getting your elbows back on something like a cleaner or a snatch. And if you say, you know, elbow somebody behind you, let's say, for some people that's going to resonate and a light bulb is going to go off. And for other people, they're just going to stare at you with a blank stare. So 
what, what cues have you compiled to try to say the same thing? I mean, it's a good exercise to do is, you know, something like, you know, finishing your pole in a cleaner snatch. How many different ways can you say that or communicate that to people? You know, how, how many different ways can you say um, something differently to get the same cue across? Um, and the only way you're going to learn that is once again, when you watch videos and things, if you're doing that, pay attention to how they're saying stuff. Go to classes where other coaches are coaching and listen to how they're explaining stuff to people. Um, so once again, the, the biggest thing, our, you know, our job as coaches is to be a coach. Um, as I mentioned, I mean, yes, motivating people through the workout is important. Making sure people are safe is important. You know, putting on a good class and managing a good class. Yes, all very important. But the number one thing that people are coming to you for is to make them better at the movements, to get them stronger, to get them more fit, and be a healthy human being. So keep that in mind when you are a coach. Sit down and look at all of these things that we've mentioned uh, that it takes to be um, a good and effective coach and start to section those out and find where your areas of opportunity are and then improve those um, you know, slowly over time so that you can be a coach in class and not a lifeguard or a cheerleader or solely a fitness observer.